Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Straight Outta Marvel. It's your host, Kevin27, back with another fire episode. And today we are dropping another top 10, but no, it's remix because we are dropping a top 50. Moments in the original Spider-Man movie. So you guys already know how I do. Uh, it's usually ten moments, but I mean this is a great movie. So top fifteen moments, and then not only that, a couple honorable mentions that could have made the list, but just not quite as impactful to me as the other moments. So with that being said, let's go ahead and hop into the top. 15 moments of the Spider-Man movie. Number 15. Spider-Man gets a job at the Daily Bugle. After getting fired, Peter Parker has a brilliant idea to sell pictures of Spider-Man setting up the perfect angles just for J. Jonah to shit all over him. And when I say my man's got fired, he was getting around like Tupac. I mean, clearly. <laughs> Yo, Harry was like, oh, like, where do you go? He was like, I'm around. <laughs> love that part. But I love it. Even though, you know, Jonah was talking shit, he didn't take the 200. And Jay Jonah respected his pictures enough to pay him the standard freelance fee, which is $300. Always know your worth. Thought that was a pretty good scene, honestly, because when he was going to pay him 200, Spider Man was like, 200? It's a little low, don't you think? Jay Jonah was like, take him somewhere else. He was like, all right, got up and walked. The general was like, give me, come here, come here, come here. So, I mean, good, good scene. Had to add that in the top 15, man. Number 14, Spider-Man fights Green Goblin Part 2. So this fight is epic. We get the bullet time cinematography made famous by the Matrix. And this is the fight, the uh, Thanksgiving fight, when Spider-Man walked up or he swung up into that burning building and saved somebody's kid. You know what I'm saying? Shaking hands, kissing babies. And the police tried to arrest my guy, but somebody was screaming. And that somebody was Norman. And it, I mean, it was just a perfect setup, you know? And, you know, we get that bullet cinematography, which is made famous by the Matrix. And I just love another thing that it was clearly so epic that it was replicated in Spider-Man No Way Home. It is actually what Tom Holland Spider-Man does when uh, Gabby throw those same bombs at him. He does the same move. So just glad that that move was epic enough to uh, replicate it 20 years later. And also this fight was important because with the knife bombs cutting Spider-Man in a fight, it was what gave his identity away to Norman at the Thanksgiving dinner when he was still bleeding on the same part of his forearm. So I mean, I love this fight. Punched him in the face. You know what I loved about um, what I loved about the Spider-Man movie is Spider-Man whooped Norman's ass. Like he only got him that one time when he pulled up to uh, Jay Jonah, 
And he was like, who's the photographer who take the pictures of Spider-Man? And then he hit him with the gas, which is still like, why didn't you take his mask off? But whatever. But when he hit him with the gas, that was the only time he caught a W. Every other time he fought Green Goblin, he whooped his ass. Like, even here. Like, he kicked his ass in the air and then hit him with the thwip, pulled him back and kicked him in his fucking chest. Like, yo, Spider-Man wasn't playing no games. (laughs) So, yeah. That's number 14. Number 13, Norman taking the Green Goblin serum. I mean, very scary scene, honestly, here. Honestly, when I was about 10 watching this in the movies, like when he took that serum and he started, his body started shaking and he was having a seizure and shit. And then his pulse went flatline and he woke up and grabbed old boy by the throat back to formula. Like, oh, that scene was just so great. Uh, I loved it as a as a child. And it's still a good scene to this day. I still really fuck with this scene. So that's definitely a good one. That's number 13. Number 12, back to Norman. And Norman gets fired. So this is just a only why I put this in here is because it's one of the lines that I just say randomly, like out of nowhere, just be chilling. You know how much I sacrifice? Like, if you watch, if you listen to some of the early podcasts and I was podcasting with my brother, we said that line so many times because it's just such an iconic line. So we seeing Norman sitting at, you know, at a board meeting and the board then went up and gets him and voted to take him off. And he was like, okay, I got something for y'all last, but just that whole scene and you know how much I sacrifice is not a top 10 moment, but definitely, you know, a top 15 moment for me, because it's definitely a line that I say so much, even to this day, let somebody like, let me get in an argument. I'm going to throw that out there. You know how much I sacrifice. It's just, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. So that's my number 12. Number 11. Peter realizes he has powers that can jump across roofs and climb buildings. So this moment was crazy to me because, and it really should have been a top 10 moment, honestly, now that I think about it, but still keeping it right there on the brink. It's just fun because my guy just had this whole little, little run in with the flash, right? And he leaves school and then he going and he start climbing up the wall and he like, whoa. And the scene is just so great. Him jumping across buildings, having fun. And then the moment of truth, he's like, okay, how do I do the web thing? He doesn't figure it out. And it's just so disgusting just coming out of his wrist. But I'm not even gonna lie. At the time, I didn't, I didn't really think about it because I was like 10. I wasn't that well-versed into the comic book knowledge but even still playing the original nintendo 64 game spider-man always had web cartridges and web fluid so to see it like this it is kind of cringy when you're looking back on it but at the time i had no problems with it and it is pretty hilarious that he could only do it with the original spider-man sign which i mean I kind of, I don't know why it just seemed like it makes sense to do that. Like when I do it with my hands, it seemed like, boom, something's supposed to come out. So I guess it was like, maybe you just had to make the perfect 
you know, the perfect sign or whatever. But regardless, up, up and away, Web. Shazam. Go, 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 Web, go. Always hilarious. I mean, I've mimicked that scene so many times, countless times. So, uh, yeah, I might have to revisit that and put... I might have to revisit that and put that maybe in the top 10. I'm going to see what I have to take out. But regardless, just saying to you guys, as of now, it's number 11, but I don't know, man. I'll fuck with that scene. Now, let's get into the top 10. Number 10. Spider-Man fights Goblin Part 1. Now, this fight has everything with Spider-Man suiting up Superman style. I just love it when you see Green Goblin attack the Thanksgiving. I'm assuming it's like a Thanksgiving parade or some type of Macy's. I don't know. It's something like that. But a lot of floats. A lot of floats. And I'm just assuming it's something like that. Now, we even got Spider-Man saving some annoying-ass kid. Outsmarting Green Goblin again. And it would be the first time that Spider-Man saved Mary Jane, but definitely not the last and definitely not in the series, but at least three times in his movie. You know, he didn't just save her once. Not even, he saved her like three times in his movie. Kind of crazy. Talk about a damsel in distress. Holy. So that's a, that's a good one. And this scene is just cool. I like when, you know, they first meet each other. And Spider-Man start fighting. He was like, impressive. And just walk up, just punch his ass across the damn floor. That shit was so cool. So I love this scene. And again, Spider-Man outsmarted Green Goblin again. Hit him with the backflip. Pulled his wires about his glider. Because I, I, I felt like at this point, just straight hand in hand, Goblin had him a little bit. But just outsmarted him and got him up out of there. Fucked up his glider. And that was that. So that was pretty cool. And I hate saying it, man, but I just love that they know to go to the glider, man. They did the same thing in No Way Home. Spider-Man, Tom Holland, Spider-Man put a damn pumpkin bomb in his, you know what I'm saying? And glider blew that motherfucker up. So just saying, that's pretty dope. And uh, like, even when the police pulled up on Goblin, he was just like, he just whooped all their ass hella easily. I just love this scene, man. And I had no problem with the Green Goblin suit and the helmet. I just, I had no problem with it. Maybe because I was a teenager. I wasn't even a teenager. I was a kid. I was 10. So, I don't know. Maybe because I was a kid, but a lot of people have problems with the Goblin suit. I don't. But, watching No Way Home, I could definitely see why you would want to just see Willem Dafoe and the crazy faces he makes. Because he definitely sells the whole gobby thing. So moving right along. Number nine, Peter Parker becomes Spider-Man. So after Peter Parker has a conversation with Mary Jane and she takes off and flashes new car, he realizes he needs a whip to impress the lady. So he finds an ad to wrestle for $3,000 just enough for the car that he wants. So he creates his first suit, which is so iconic, and decides to wrestle. And I always thought it was so funny because, like, he drew what he wanted the suit to look like, and then he just, like, put on some regular clothes, like, put a ski mask on, 
a spider shirt, which is an iconic, iconic look, honestly. And it's one of my favorite looks. It's a cool Spider-Man shirt. And, I mean, you got the red ski mask. It's just so cool, especially when he does his first swing, which we're going to get into later. When he does his first swing, ah, it's just the whole suit, everything looks so iconic. And they always do that. They did an Amazing Spider-Man. They did it briefly in um, Homecoming. And I just love the the way the OG suits, the OG suits always look. It's so cool. So, and even with this, so he creates his first suit, which is, you know, I kind of like what we were just saying. And he goes with the name the human spider and gets clowned by the announcer and the announcer dubs him spider-man and he displays his spider-like skills in the ring with bonesaw aka randy savage and we get so many iconic lines hey jutsu you're going nowhere i got you for three minutes three minutes of playtime like oh so great so great and now, in, in the even now controversial line, oh, that's a cute outfit. Did your husband give it to you? Such a controversial line. I still love it. I feel like that line is progressive, right? And only why I say it's progressive, because the line is funny either way. That's a cute outfit. Did your wife give it to you? Like, bro, imagine your wife buying you an outfit and you wearing it. Like, bro, what's wrong with you? Like, you know, so... That's a little that's some funny shit to me. I think it's funny, and I don't think it was homophobic, to be honest. So uh I don't think he was saying it as a diss. I think he was just saying it like regardless. He was just being snarky, regardless. Your husband, your wife, don't matter. And I feel like it's inclusion, and people should be happy about that. And obviously, he whooped the shit out of the dude, and it was so funny. He just kicked him in his face like three times. <laughs> Yo. I got you for three minutes. <laughs> three minutes of playtime. When they got his ass beat, boy. Yo, <laughs> bone saw suck. Bone saw trash as hell. So, yeah, that's my take on that. I really love that scene. And that's why it's top 10 and it's not number 10. <laughs> number eight. I missed the part where that's my problem. So, after Spider Man catches a W against Bone Saw, the wrestling gig finessed him out of $3,000 worth of prize money because he beat him in two minutes instead of three and gives him $100. Like, how is that even a fair trade? Come on, y'all. How's that a fair trade? Now, I give him some, I give him, a, I cut the guy a little slack because the ass said 3000 and you did pin him in two. You got to think, this is my main dude. And you beat him in two minutes. You're supposed to beat him in three. Because the ad did say, can you last? I think it says something like, can you last in the ring for three minutes? And he beat him in two. So you didn't you didn't last for three minutes. So I kind of give him that. But damn, man, $100? That's fucked up. That's fucked up, man. I'm not feeling that. And my guy Spider-Man was so shell-shocked. But, you know, the dude gets his, he gets instant karma because he gets robbed right after that. Like, <laughs> he gets robbed for all the money that he just made. So it just is kind of cool uh, because, 
life is all about choices. Maybe if he gives Spider-Man what he's supposed to give him, he doesn't get robbed for all his money. You know what I'm saying? Spider-Man is willing to help, but he doesn't. So it is what it is. But I love that part because, you know, oh, and he said an important line because Spider-Man was like, I'm like, so Spider-Man told him, he's like, bro, I need that money. And the dude said, I missed the part where that's my problem. And that's going to come back to bite them later. It's going to come back to bite them later. Number seven, Peter Parker fights the Flash or fights Flash. So this fight is so crazy because I'm so conflicted even now. As a youngin, I'm like all team Peter Parker, right? Then I get older and I'm like, well, you did throw a food tray at him. Accident or not, that's what you did. And Flash had all the right to be mad and want to fight you. Watching it just recently, I'm like, even with all that, Peter Parker didn't try to fight him until the Flash kept it going. Even his buddy tried to jump in and they tried to jump my guy. So I'm still on Peter Parker's side, but definitely is not black and white like I thought as a kid, for sure. And the fight is just so cool because the first time we see his spider sense and everything slows down and he's just like, whoa, this shit is crazy. We even see a spit, which I don't feel like we needed to see, but it's cool. Uh, We've seen spit. We've seen a bug. We've seen all kind of shit slowing down his spider sense. And he just whoops these guys ass very easily. And I just love how he hit the fly so hard. He slid across the floor. And then the damn teacher or the principal, whoever, dropped his food tray on his face. Like, come on, talk about humiliation. And boy, he hit him that hard he flew. I'm mean, I'm sure he would have caved dude chest in or something, man. So, I mean, come on. That shit crazy. Shit crazy. Number six. Goblin pulling up on Aunt May. Yo, so Norman finding out who Spider-Man is and pulling up on his auntie while she was praying is just so iconic. And then making her finish the prayer just so sinister to me, and I loved it. Finish it! Finish it from me! But her ass was shook, bruh. Those yellow eyes, those horrible yellow eyes. And this is obviously the part where Toby, uh, a.k.a. Peter Parker, he finds out, like, oh, shit, he knows who I am. He knows who I am. So I probably instantly would have tried to go and get my girl, MJ, but maybe that's just me. Um, Why did, oh, so I was going to say, why did, he go get MJ in the first place but before that Harry ran to him and told him yeah she's in love with Peter so it makes sense why he kidnapped him Uh, but I just love that scene right it's hella funny I know it's not supposed it's supposed to be like some traumatic shit but it's just funny to me because he made her finish the prayer and then kidnapped her ass and I don't even know if he kidnapped he probably just scared her so bad she fucking I don't know. She had to go to the hospital, I guess. Would she have a heart attack or something? What she have? Her blood pressure was high? Because I'm like, why did she go to the hospital? He didn't harm her. She woke up the next day and was cool. But maybe she was just so scared. It was like, you got to go to the hospital. (laughs) 
Uh-oh, we getting in top five, top five territory. Number five, the choice, the statistic choice, MJ versus the kids. So Goblin had kidnapped MJ, using her for bait, and also this train car full of students, which I'm not sure why they're in it this time of night, but hey, and I only say that because, you know, MJ was like in her pajamas. So I'm like, what are these kids doing, man? It's like they was like on a school trip or some shit. It makes no sense. Absolutely none at all. And then we get this ill line from Goblin. This is why only fools are heroes. Because you never know when some lunatic will come along with the sadistic choice. Let die the woman you love or suffer the little children. Make your choice. And then, yo, Spider-Man, this shit is cool. He's like, make your choice, Spider-Man, and see how a hero is rewarded. We are who we choose to be. Now choose. And the shot is just so nice with both parties being in Spider-Man's lenses, wondering who he'll choose. Of course he says both, but I also love how he went for the girl first. Like, yo, I got to get my shorty first. But it makes sense. But, you know, he saves both. But I also love this part because while Goblin is taking advantage of this situation, while Spider-Man is struggling to save both parties, he's aided by the city of New York. And I love this scene, especially after 9-11, seeing New York united. Like, this was definitely a highlight of the film. You got to remember, this movie came out not even a year after 9-11. So seeing, like... Yo, you mess with when you you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Like it was so cool to see. I just love this. I love this scene, and it's so cool because do we really know how to? We didn't really know how the city felt about Spider Man. Only Jay Jonah. He was only wanted from for like Jay Jonah. He wasn't wanted by the city. I guess the police wanted to arrest him, but he had a warrant out for his arrest, right? So we look at it from that perspective, man. You, it was nice to see that even the city loves Spider-Man. And it was cool to see him being embraced like that. So I really, really love this scene. That's why it had to be a top five. Had to be top five. Had to be. Number four, the Spider-Man montage. So after creating a new suit and hitting the streets, stopping crime with Spider-Man, Eyebrows start to raise as they wonder who is the mass vigilante, and we get so many cool stories of people from around the city. Also, the introduction to J. Jonah Jameson and the Daily Bugle. And when I, I mean, come on, looks like a spider and walks like a bug, or some shit he said. We should all just give him one big hug. But look out, woo! Here comes Spider Man. Like, bruh, iconic shit. I just love this little montage. It's just so cool, and that's why it had to be a top five moment. I mean, it's one of the best moments to me of the film. I know it's not one of the most personal or emotional or even action-packed, but, you know, I just love to see Spider-Man doing the, you know, the hometown work, the ground-level work. That's what Spider-Man is about. So just seeing the Spider-Man montage is pretty dope. That's one thing. We really haven't seen from the uh, Tom Holland series is him doing the ground level work for shit like that. Like we saw a little bit in Homecoming, but he was doing like goofy shit, like 
you know. And then when he tried to fight crime, he lost like both times, except for at the end, he won at the end. But that was like to me some that was like a super villain. I mean, not saying Vulture was a super villain, but I mean that's cool. Uh, I did notice how in No Way Home he didn't even mention that he fought the Vulture. I'm just saying. I mean, I guess why would you yet fought Thanos? But anyway, back to this movie. The uh, Spider-Man montage is very needed, and I love it. I love it. Number three, Spider-Man catches a body. Just caught a body about a week ago. So after the wrestling finesse, they get instant karma because a robber gets them for all they have, and Spider-Man is left with a choice. Do the right thing and stop them or take revenge into his own hands and let them go because he has a chance to stop the robber right after he had just been turned away from the same organization that didn't want to give him $3,000. And what does he do? He chooses revenge. And he says, or the guy says to Spider-Man, hey, you could have stopped that guy with your bare hands. Why would you let him go with my money? And here you go. Instant karma. I missed the part where that's my problem. Like, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And this would be ultimate. You know, this would be an ultimate fail for him because this leads to Uncle Ben dying. And this would be Spider-Man's first lesson. And with great power comes great responsibility like Uncle Ben told him prior to his wrestling match in the car. He told him, with great power comes great responsibility. All that yakety yak, yak, yak. And you saw what happened. He had, you know, he had the wherewithal. He had the means to be able to stop this robber. And he let him go. And that led to his uncle's demise. Now, I'm not saying that's right. But I guess it's just saying, hey, if you can do something about something, you do it. You don't just let it happen. And he let it happen and it cost him his uncle's life. So just a lesson for all of us, man. If you, you know, if you can do something about a situation. You do something, man. Don't ever let it fucking just slip out like that. Okay, now let's go. Number two, the upside down kiss. So after Peter Parker was stalking Mary Jane, She runs off because she has a date with Harry. But the stalking pays off because she runs into some predator who gangs up on her, even pulls out a knife. I don't know, I get, what was they trying to sexually assault her? I'm not sure, but um, you guys are disgusting. And of course, Spider-Man saves her, but with no mask on. And I mean, he whoops these guys' ass, and she's trying to get a glimpse of who he is. He disappears, and then he swings back down with the mask on. And now they have some romantic dialogue. And she was like, I think I have a superhero stalker. And he was like, I was in the neighborhood. So just all playery and shit. And then he had like some cool talking. And, and then all of a sudden, this romantic dialogue leads to Mary Jane pulling the mask down. And he was like, wait. And she only pulled it down halfway. And then we get this iconic 
the iconic upside down kiss, which was replicated numerous skits, numerous movies, numerous videos, even some uh, X-rated videos. I mean, come on. This was the most iconic scene probably of the early 2000s to the point, yo, I've even tried it before. I'm not even going to lie. I've tried it with a significant other. And yes, it's hard as fuck to kiss upside down. Do not tell me you haven't tried to do the upside down kiss. And if you haven't, you just, you just not fun. Everyone's tried to do the upside down kiss. If you're like around my age or, you know, you've seen that movie back in the day. It was so iconic, man. It was so crazy. I just, oh, it's, that's why I had to be number two. It had to be number two. Nice to meet you. Number two. I just love that shit. Very good scene. And honestly, I'm not even going to argue with you if you try to say it's not a top five scene because I don't even want to hear what you got to say about it. So that's just how I feel. So let's go to some honorable mentions. Peter Parker curves MJ. I just thought this scene was funny. It's not a top moment for me because I just felt like I get what he was trying to do. He's like, well, if people if people know you, my girlfriend or whatever, it's going to be crazy. So I'll just rather not, you know, be with you. But I only why I couldn't put it in my top 15, because Mary Jane is the girl you wanted your whole life. And she wanted you not because you were Spider-Man. She wanted you because you Peter Parker. She didn't want you because you Spider-Man and you gave up on that. And in the whole next movie, you was like crying like a little baby about it. But anyway, it's still an honorable mention. I just had to mention that. And then one more. I got one more honorable mention. And it's uh, I'm something of a scientist myself. And I just had to mention that because it was brought back up in Spider-Man No Way Home. And clearly it was just an iconic line. One of our first introductions to Norman as him being Harry Osborne's father. And I, of course, he forgets his, uh, Harry forgets his backpack because he's just a fuck up. Like, how you go to school and forget your backpack? Come on, fam. So he forgets his backpack. And then, you know, he pull up and he was more interested in talking to Toby, which was so funny because even at the graduation, he was more interested in talking to Peter. Like, he's like, I'm proud of you, son. So Peter, the science award, like, <laughs> Just so funny, but I love this introduction to Willem Dafoe. Now, let's talk number one. Spider-Man fights Goblin Part 3. Now, this fight is just awesome. So much detail to the choreography is just awesome, especially for this time. Plus, it's so dramatic with Spider-Man getting his ass beat to the point where half of his mask is off his face. Now, this will become a theme for most of the Spider-Man films. It's not a good fight unless the mask is messed up. Also, this shows another parallel to No Way Home regarding how Spider-Man feels about his woman. So with him being beaten down by Goblin, Goblin tells Spider-Man about how he could have made his girlfriend's death quick and painless. But now he's going to go nice and slow on his usher ship, and it pisses off Spider-Man to the point where he kicks it into another gear, similar to the bridge scene from No Way Home where Doc Ock mentions about finishing off his little girlfriend and Tom pulls out the iron spider legs and puts in work. Plus, 
the I have a father. Like when I like he was trying to finesse him after Spider-Man like came back and beat his ass. After he came back from a 3-1 lead and whooped that ass. He tried to finesse Spider-Man. He's like, he's like, I'm like a father to you. You're like a son to me. He's like, I have a father. His name is Ben Parker. And his line is so iconic, especially once Norman kills himself with his own glider and says, oh. <laughs> so I just love this scene, man. I love how he wrapped it up. Uh, it was it was a great fight, to be honest. All three fights were amazing, but that was definitely the top fight. And to me, the number one scene of the movie. I mean, when Spider-Man is trying to hit him, he's trying to hit him with a web and Norman steps on his wrist and was like, you spun your last web, Spider-Man. I mean, it's just so good. It doesn't feel campy. It doesn't feel cliche. It just feels it feels great. So I love that scene. And this is so great, man. So great. So yeah, that's my top 10. I keep saying that. So yeah, that's my top 15 moments of the original Spider-Man movie. This movie came out in 2002 of May. So it's been 20 years. So I had to do a little recap. Watched it last night. Did my top 15. And I'm definitely glad that you guys were able to listen with me. So I hope you guys enjoy this. And what do you agree with? You agree with my top 15? What would you add out? What would you subtract? Would you move anything up? Hit me up at Kevin27World on Instagram and Twitter. And please, five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It goes a long way with getting listeners. So please, I appreciate all the love, all the support. And make sure you go and dig back into the catalog. Got a lot of episodes. So it's been another episode. Believe until you make believers. See you on the next one. Happy 20-year birthday, Spider-Man.